You're now listening to the Where's My 40 Acres podcast, baby, with your host, Phenom Black, Miss Music Lover, Twan Burgundy, and Silent X. This podcast ain't free. Well, maybe it is, but you better listen, niggas. Yo, what is good, everybody? You are listening to the Where's My 40 Acres podcast. I don't know why I still do that intro, but I've been doing it for 10 years, so it just kind of comes out. And then I realized I did it again. It's fine, though. It's fine. We'll just go ahead and start the podcast. I hope everybody is having a good week. Um, and I hope y'all are like taking sick days off and stuff. What's coming in the next two weeks? Like, I hope y'all are mentally preparing <laughs> for this ever approaching fucking presidential goddamn race voting ballots and stuff and disappointment in your country. And I, I still ain't. I still don't know what I'm gonna do. I have to figure out if I'm taking off. Hard day. I I took off the the day after, and then I got an email from a job saying that if you wanted to take two hours the day of to go vote, I was like, I might need to go ahead and take those too as a mental health day. Just <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take those. I don't even know what the result is yet, but I might need to take those two hours at the end of the work day just to get off early, so I can start preparing early. I think I'm just go to bed early that night. I don't even think. I'm gonna stay up. But, and that's that's the thing, though. I mean, it looks like with so many mail-in votes, we're not even gonna know that night. That's what makes it even worse. Yeah, it's, it's going. It, it's a good chance it's going to spread over a week. I know. I know. But it's fine though. We'll we'll all be okay. We will be fine. Even though this has been a year of disappointment. You know how um, I'd had this thought the other day, and maybe now, I, maybe I shouldn't put it out there, but I'm not going to do it. So I'll just put it out there. And if somebody does it, then, you know, cut me my check, nigga. Um, you know how Skills does the wrap up at the end of every year, and it's a wrap yeah. describing all the things that happened at the end of the year. I'm not explaining this for you. I'm explaining this for the people listening. I, I, I kind of want to do a Skills wrap up for 2020, but honestly, I just want to play like, audio blips of things being announced that happened this year and after each one just go bruh and just do that for the whole song like Kobe died bruh (laughs) Chad died bruh coronavirus killed 200,000 people bruh and just do that cause I don't want to skills wrap up where he's like he tries to talk about anything positive that happened this year cause at this point Every day seems to be a fucking struggle going forward. Like we need to get this year over with, and then the calendars for this year just all need to be burned. Did he do one for last year? I think he did. Hmm. I think he retired and then didn't retire. It was like a psych. Here's the wrap up for twenty whatever, and it was like, oh, he's not gone. Yeah, I don't even remember because usually he hypes that up. I remember he said he retired, but I thought he really didn't do anything after. I don't know what year, but. No, nah, I think he's back doing them. I mean, we could easily Google this and see. I don't want to. I don't want to lie on my man's skills. Okay. I, I, I know. <laughs> uh, nope. There's a 2018 wrap up. <laughs> that didn't take long. So he didn't do one for last year, so the 18 was the last one. He did a 2018 wrap-up featuring Little Duval. Is this fake? Oh. Is this fake? I hope this is fake. He he didn't do this. 
This isn't real, right? <laughs> God damn it, this is real. You've got to play it now. Another 2020 disappointment. I don't know if I can even play this, Mike, because like Universal is coming after everybody on every platform for playing music. They're literally the worst, man. That shit is so infuriating. They're going after What's everything. Going Universal Music Group is the most litigious corporation on the fucking planet. And if you put music that they own, which is like a quarter of all music, into your shit, then they will just aggressively pursue you and C and D you and stuff. They will find oh, you. Wow. No, no matter how small you are. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. At this point. Just because they're just vindictive and evil. They're fucking terrible. They're just going after everyone. And it's on every platform. But like, I think it's Twitch and it was another platform are now like incorporating music. Like, they're allowing their streamers to actually play music. I don't know how they work this deal out. But they're going to be allowed to play, uh, no, actual popular artist music and shit without <laughs> getting Truly ran over. Insane that you can't do that. That's now. wild. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a new this, program this they're rolling out. Man, like, it's... Uh, but you, but it's, yeah. to me, and I don't even want to go, like, on a tangent about this, but how stupid is it? I could it? easily go on a tangent. How stupid is it that you are banning people from playing the art, your artist's music for every dime that a dollar that you might be missing or every penny on the coin that you're not getting for that? But all of the play is getting your artist's attention. Of course. I don't. You're fighting over like you're, you're it's not even nickel and diming. It is. It, it's percentages of nickels and diamonds. Nickels and dimes. It's percentages of pennies. Yeah, it's exactly. not even worth it. It's the, the, the effort, the whole department that they pay to do this is not worth it. They must be over in India somewhere. Like, it's not even worth it. You're not losing money by these people doing this. It's free marketing. It's free ass marketing. It's the yeah. reason the Popeye's chicken sandwich sold so well. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> if I could have you still even get that anymore? Yeah, you can still get it. They just ain't fighting each no, other. No, right? I know you can still get it. Are still are people still getting it? Like hyping it up like they did previously. No. Oh, it definitely white people, ain't going, to the, white people ain't going to the hood no more. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, white people are definitely not going to the hood no, no more for the same. They they still at Chick Fil A. Yeah, they still at Chick Fil A. Right. They really thought that this one chicken sandwich was just going to wipe out Chick Fil A. To be fair, if COVID hadn't happened, they still might have had some momentum. Maybe. Chick-fil-A's here forever, though, you know. I'm not saying Popeye's going anywhere and their biscuits will the choke Popeye's you. Popeye's is better, though. I, I agree. I, I absolutely I mean, agree it is better. Chick-fil-A, I feel like they doing even better business, man. They, we were looking, we went through the other day and like, man, they don't even care no more. We're like, we so happy we ain't got to open up inside no more. We just put food together. How do you gauge, <laughs> how do you actually gauge Chick-fil-A doing better business? Because Chick-fil-A can put 10 Chick-fil-A's across from 10 Chick-fil-A's and all of them have a line. I was sitting there and I've I've never seen a line go into the street, but I know I'm only going to be there for like 10, 15 minutes. Exactly. (laughs) Them niggas be on the street. They be be on the street taking your order. (laughs) By the time you get to the front door, you got the meal. People... People staying in line because your car just can't get out. Everybody, everybody fed though, <laughs> right? And your food gonna be hot. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be old food either. It's gonna no. be hot. But by, by the time you get to by the time you get to where you supposed to pick up your bill, you don't finish eating because that's how early <laughs> they got you the food. It's you don't have one whole meal going around the Chick Fil A loop. <laughs> that's Chick-fil-A? how efficient the motherfuckers is. Chick Fil A taught something in their training classes and courses. 
at Chick-fil-A Academy that McDonald's <laughs> and Burger King and Wendy's and everyone else did not teach. And the magical Them word of the need day to teach that course because their food is subpar. And if they had better service, people would be more inclined to go there instead of Chick-fil-A. It's, it's a it's a very basic course, though. Like the magical word of the day, kids, is throughput. Like that's they were like, hey, if people waiting, that means our money is waiting and we don't have time for that. That was it. That's all they told them people. I agree. That's all they it's told them. To say my pleasure. And Get that's it. Through. Say my pleasure and efficiency, baby. Chop, chop. Throughput, motherfucker. Get them through the line. Put food in their hands. Most people waiting is most people not paying. It was Dude, that so. Night. You know, Chick Fil A is like the you know the headquarters here in Atlanta. Of course. And you know, they have the Chick Fil A's, and I don't know if I've talked about this before, but they have dwarf houses here where they're twenty four hours except on Sundays, and they serve uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like they have a breakfast buffet and everything. So they also put this is like it's down um more southern Atlanta, but they put a Chick-fil-A where it is Hawaiian themed. So they have tacos, like all this Hawaiian food or this Hawaiian inspired food. You getting like this fancy like luau lemonade and all this shit. You know, so like a Chick-fil-A we, sandwich on a Hawaiian bread bun would be nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. And just think like tacos with Chick Fil A chopped up in it. Mm. That is crazy. Mm. Hey, Twan, when you so, had all two hundred of them nuggets, you didn't try that. You didn't try chopping <laughs> up the. <laughs> you didn't have no tortillas. Well, me and Brandon was cracking up about that. I don't know what we were talking about, but it don't matter what we were talking about. We ended up talking about hilarious. That. I was gonna let y'all know, man. Your money was not gonna be wasted. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Your money was not gonna be wasted. I don't think we paid for that. Did we pay for those? I don't even remember no more. I think Mary paid for that. I think Mary, like the people who sponsored the event, paid for that. Mary hooked us Mary, up. Mary, your money was not wasted. Yeah, shout out to Fusion. She, I think, I believe that they hooked us up in that in the whole department. I, I wish we could do that more regularly because we had the spot. Like we could have, mm, we could have killed it. We could have been killing it. Dude, but I, like I, said, I don't know. I don't know what type of rigorous training they be doing at Chick Fil A. I don't even think it's rigorous. But, I think they just treat you nice, like a human being. <laughs> as soon as you come right. to the door, they just treat you like a person just trying to survive out here in these Chick Fil A infested streets. That's all they're, they're like. Hey, we have a product, and the people want it, and all you have to do is get it to them and be nice about it, and you'll get your paycheck on time. You know, and we don't have to work <laughs> you overtime because everybody wants to work here. Like everybody just wants to come work for Chick Fil A. Yeah, I love, like I I love the app, man. I go in there, I be like, shoot, put it in the app, come get my order. I ain't got to wait no more. Now I think about it, has anybody ever oh, yeah, interviewed? That's awesome. Has anybody ever interviewed a Chick Fil A employee? Do they sign like a cease and desist where they can't actually talk about? Has <laughs> anybody ever actually? Uh, actually, someone? Mary Helen used to work at Chick Fil A. She's just about to go to sleep now. But if we want to talk to her about the Chick, you know what's funny when you said when you said your wife worked at Chick Fil A, I was not surprised. Like there's just 
Like, there's some people I just look like. I'd be like, nah, I know you could have worked at Chick-fil-A. My ass could have never worked at Chick-fil-A. Was he hated it, for the record. But for, she did work there for, for a my ass, other, my ass is a full-out Popeye's nigga. I like, want y'all to listen to what Twan just said. Oh, for yeah, any, you got Popeye's energy, for sure. I give you that. <laughs> for any other, uh, what is going on? <laughs> literally, the lack of it. <laughs> That's only, What you just said is only a fucking compliment. For Chick Fil A, for yeah. any other fast food establishment, that would have been a teardown. You look like a McDonald's nigga. Mm-hmm. You look like a Burger <laughs> King nigga. Yeah. Yeah, but when you tell somebody you like you could work at Chick Fil A, that's a high level compliment. That's a right delightful there. smile. Really is, <laughs> high level. That is that is you are a good person. That is that is you you are going to walk that old lady across that street and just, give her an eight piece. I'm just like, thinking, uh, <laughs> we need we might have to actually do an interview with Mary Helen about this because. One, I want to hear her say Poly- I want to hear her say Polynesian. And two, I feel like if she was working in the intercom telling you, like taking your order, that just is a whole ass delightful experience all in together. Like you already get a Chick-fil-A <laughs> and you get to talk to this person with this it's this insane accent that is just pleasant filled. Yeah, that 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 works. That works great. Man, so I could see I could see it here. So that. I just put the the Hawaiian Chick-fil-A menu in the chat room so you oh, can see right. where they have frosted pineapple milkshakes and frosted sorry, what now? pineapple milkshakes. Frosted, y'all. They not have frosted lemonade, they have frosted pineapple. Mm. Bruh, they got French press coffee. <laughs> oh, they they fancy. Peach tea? This is gourmet <laughs> filet. Yeah, they, gourmet they filet. This is wild. Why do they gotta hate gay people, man? This shit is uh, right? incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh, Devil's like, we can give you everything, but not at all. <laughs> we gotta break out somewhere. Damn. And it was that. It was like, egg breakfast. They got loco moco. What? We gotta make y'all hate the gays. But your chicken. I see. I see numerous gay feeds be like. I mean, but the Chick Fil A be banging them. Bruh. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah. Like they didn't never say y'all couldn't come there because you was gay. They was just like, we ain't giving y'all no money for support. That's chicken we, and waffle. We'll actually support people against you, but we ain't against you coming in and I getting mean, chicken. Man. I mean, look, Chick Fil A could come out there right now and be like, all oh, y'all got them jigaboos, and I still be like, but that sandwich though. <laughs> <laughs> so, maybe that's what it is. Maybe Trump thinks he's Chick Fil A. Like Chick Fil A could shoot in the industry and get away with it. Nothing as good as anything on Chick Fil A's menu, including just the salads. The salads are better than everything. Delusions of grandeur are are definitely a thing, though. Whoa, 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 stop! I need y'all to pay attention to this real quick. They have King's Hawaiian roll bread pudding at this fucking Chick Fil A. What? Y'all take that all in. Mm -mm, No, because I'm trying to lose weight. Those fish, yo, those fish tacos. Bussin, like they so are they blackened fish King, tacos or are they like fried they fish got tacos? Fish at a fast food restaurant, and I would eat it. That is remarkable. The only reason why I'm gonna eat it because it came from Chick Fil A. That's what I'm saying. I don't eat a fillet of fish. It's a whole lot no, of sir. niggas that love fillet of fishes. Though. You know, that makes me think of like what what could Chick Fil A make that you would be like you wouldn't get from literally, any other fast food restaurant? Literally anything. Chick Fil A. If they put shitlins on the menu, I would think about it. I wouldn't order no, it, but I would consider it. No, you would think about it. I wouldn't get them, but I would think about it. Cause like, why would you put them on there if they wasn't fire? Cause like, you know um, what I'm saying? They got sweet potato waffle fries. They got pineapple fried rice. Maybe, maybe Chick Fil A should do chitlins because I think if they did, they would somehow figure out how not to smell like they do chitlins, and then they could pass oh, that yeah. along to everybody else who does chitlins. They got. 
Like, what's the secret to your chitlins not smelling like chitlins? We soak it in pickle juice. Oh, oh my God. Is that what it is? Shrimp? I mean... They got shrimp. Y'all got amari. If Chinese food places can do shrimp, why can't they? No, I was going to say, my friend, um, my friend Tanya always was telling us the story about, so she's like born and raised in Atlanta, but she was saying that her dad went to Zesto's one night because he was hungry. And I don't know if y'all remember Zesto's, that's the place in Atlanta where, um, in the show Atlanta, where Ern was like trying to get a kid's meal. And she was like, you need to have a kid to have a kid's yeah. meal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that dick would just say McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they were in Zesto's down in East. Um, I think that was all five points. But anyway, so um, Tanya's dad was like, oh, I want to go to Zesto's. So he went to Zesto's and she said, he comes back with this box. And she was like, well, what did you get? He was like, oh, I got these fried oysters. They had like a sale. And she mm-hmm. was like, you got fried oysters <laughs> from <laughs> a fast food place? Mm-hmm. like." What man, they was on sale. This was like their little special, mm-hmm. and she said he ate that and he literally was on the toilet mm-hmm. for the next like six months. <laughs> mm-hmm. Food poison, stomach was tore up. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't know why he would think oysters <laughs> and then fried oysters from wherever this came from. Why you want to get that from Zestos? Is like, oysters the one that come with the pearl in them? Which ones come with the pearl in them because this shit came with coal in it. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> he opened that shit. That was like, oh, it's not Christmas here. These oysters have gone. According crazy. to Phaedra G from Atlanta, the fried chicken gizzards, liver, okra, chicken, and anything else on the menu is good as Estos in five points. Oh, basically, a whole chicken. <laughs> but And that's it. All hey, the chicken that's parts. What they, that's what Phaedra said mm. on Instagram. So mm. yeah, I don't know. Peter probably worked at that Zesto's. Probably. Oh my god! Right. In the world, I'm going to drive to Little Five Points and see that, and be like, "Oh, I'm definitely getting some gizzards." Boop, please. Right. First, <laughs> I mean, uh, hold on. Is anybody on this podcast country enough to ride past any place and be like, "I'm going to get some gizzards"? Because that's nah, hell. I'm country. very country. I grew up on an actual farm. I don't need no gizzards. I don't either. No, I don't either. It's I don't weird. Organs, I have, man. I have eaten for your boy. I don't like liver. Uh, liver is disgusting. Liver, liver is disgusting. Yeah. My dad tried to sneak that shit on What do you us, think so. about gizzards then? Oh, man, it was fried. It was just crunchy. It was nice. I didn't, it didn't give much Fair to enough. it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was fried flesh. The thing is, He's good. I mean, because every, every time I see gizzards and every time I see the day, you know, it's just like, it's like, you know, black flesh has been fried hard, so... Sure. He's like eating chips. That's fine. Why would you want to eat something fried hard? Uh, to be fair, uh, chicharrones are best fried hard. Like a soft chicharrone is disgusting. Tierra Wack well, likes that her, I can. Tierra Wack likes her wings fried hard. Tierra Wack likes her wings fried hard. Yeah, I know some sure. people like they want their uh, wings fried extra. I just don't get I like, that. I like the crispiness on the chicken. Yeah, but. 
that's about it. I mean, and even then, like it doesn't. It's not a requirement. I don't like biting in the wings but. and the bone fall apart. Like just like that's a splinter. I don't want oh, to do that. Weird. That's dangerous. Yeah, I mean, it, well, I think it's more of a splinter when they be frying it extra hard and to the point where like everything is crunchy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, don't like, want bone, crunchy, I just want crispy skin. Is this skin it. or is this, Dude, is this I had, bone? I had so many people at a cookout be like, "Bad, bad." Throw that fish back in there, man. Fry my fish extra hard. I was like, mm. okay. Why? I, 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 I don't know. I'll be watching them do it. I don't want no dry ass fish, gross. man. I don't want, yeah, exactly. I don't no want that. Then they be soaking in the hot sauce. Like, I'm going to get it moist again. Mm-mm, no, you're not. <laughs> you're not. That fish is dead. Hot fish. That's a, that's a tea. I don't know if hot fish is anywhere else, but Nashville really like that. But it's like the same way they do hot chicken. They like pre soak the fish. Marinate it in hot sauce, basically, then batter it and fry it, and that shit is it lights you up. But it's hey. incredible. All right, man. So um, yeah, we got everybody good. here. It's very good. We haven't talked to Deidre in a minute, and I'm glad she showed up because I don't know if y'all seen this thread that just popped up in the group. This this Ti so so Busta Rhymes is like, hey Ti, oh, we should I do it versus. <laughs> And T.I. was like, yeah, now I'm damn old saying, no, damn, damn, damn generational gap. And that was it. And uh, everybody was like, sorry, what? Huh? Everybody I was love like, that T.I. Uh, is boom high right now. Yeah, he is. <laughs> 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 uh, he was, he, T.I. was like, dilapidatiously, I would have to subscribe from the Lapidatious. side. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I what? I'm sorry, so I have to subside from the scribes of uh, debilitating myself into a carnivorous battle with a, controvers- a, a controversial situation of musicianship, is what T.I. said, right? And <sighs> every time T.I. talk, I hear back to that damn hip-hop show they had where he was talking as, as a judge, and Cardi B was like, you Dude. use all the goddamn big words and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, really. Young man, I <laughs> I appreciated what you did there on the floor when you was uh, using that mic as a censorship to the oppressions of yesterday. But I feel like you could, nigga, shut up. Did you like the song or not, nigga? Was it dope? Damn, know. bro, shit. Take your glasses off. What the fuck is wrong with you? We listening to music, <laughs> not reading nothing, nigga. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Uh, yeah. Uh, Senior Minister Fake Farrakhan decided that he cannot battle Busta because there is a generational gap between his music and Busta Rhymes' music. Nigga, <laughs> both old. Shut up. He, so Busta is forty-eight or forty-nine, and Ti is forty. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this this this. Are, on, are we talking like a a a, a versus? He's, he, Buster was like, let's do a versus. And T.I. was like, no, nah, this is a generational gap. And I, you know, I don't want to speak for that man. I'm going to let that man have speak for himself. He does such a great job at it. I will say, though, man, Buster's one of the most phenomenal talents of, of, of our time, man. You know what I'm saying? And motherfucking catalog is thick. Motherfucking catalog is thick. It just ain't the same. I didn't know we were. You dig what I'm saying? I can't. Can't go back right now and play goddamn Pop Warner football, man. You know what I'm saying? If I were to show up at the 12 and under, all right, everybody got there. Who? Shit. Who my man? Who Who I got? Who I got? I got you? You? You said, you know what I mean? 
No, I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you mean because Pastor Cavassier came out in two thousand. What what is he talking? Like, what is he talking about? What is he talking about? Because his career picked up like he did Paper Trail or whatever around oh six, right? Last last album that was maybe worth a fucking listen was No Mercy, and that was in the two thousands decade. Bust that niggas be acting like Bust the first album came out in eighty nine. It fucking <laughs> didn't. What are y'all talking about? Buster came out in the mid fucking nineties. He peaked. If you want to say peaked. He peaked between 98 and 2000 and continued to do singles in, that were listened to by y'all and us until 2008. What are y'all talking about? That he, that him and T.I. don't exist within the same decade. They absolutely do. But even if you having this argument, right, because you didn't go check Wikipedia before you started typing, that's fine. If Jay-Z said he wanted to do a versus against T.I., T.I. would have absolutely been like, yeah, let's do it. Here's the thing, though. Jay-Z had already done like (laughs) six albums before T.I. did his first fucking album. Jay-Z got a whole platinum singles run before T.I. was tipping. Okay. So are you saying that Jay-Z can't use nothing? Before T.I.'s first came out, if they do a versus, he can only do Blueprint 3. He can only do Blackout and everything after that. Because that makes no sense. If Outkast had said, hey, Tip, we're bored and we want to do a versus against you. Then Tip would have absolutely been like, yeah, let's do it. When when was Outkast's last album? Was it 05? 2004. Stink on you was 04? No, speaker box. Speaker box. No, didn't get out a while. Well, if you, we can. uh, Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, Yeah, we were still still in college, I believe. Yeah, the soundtrack. (laughs) Definitely, (laughs) we're still in college because I have it on a burned CD, and I was mostly out of that phase after I graduated. Are they? I was like six, right? Yeah, yeah, six. I think. Are they not allowed to use music? August twenty second, two thousand six. Before Ti's first, I'm I'm serious. Are they not allowed to use? Are they not allowed to use anything? Before Here's that. all I'm saying is Buster Rhymes, right? We know his music very well. Uh, Ti's trap music came out in 2003. In 2006, Big Bang came out from Buster, which had "In the Ghetto" with Rick James on it, "New York Shit," and "Touch It," which are definitely "Touch It" and "New York Shit" are two of his bigger songs ever in his whole catalog. Bro, when Touch did A-Rab- that came out with two full remixes? When did A Rab music come out? Song. Exactly. <laughs> After Ti's fucking trap music record, bro. When did A Rap music come out? Trap music came out after I'm Serious. Like I don't Mm -hmm. understand if y'all understand verses, because verses is not about albums. Verses is about singles. That's why Snoop Dogg and DMX was able to do a verses battle. They they never in the lifetimes of they whole discographies made songs that sounded like each other. But they were able to do a verses battle, and y'all fucking loved it. Y'all thought it was the greatest goddamn thing since Rolling Wheels and Sliced Bread. Okay, like I get it, and, and that's fine. For you to make an argument, one, that Busta and T.I. don't make the same type of music, that that's why they can't do a, a versus battle. rap music, so That's stupid. I don't know. Because it's not about if y'all make the same type of music. It's about if y'all had dope songs that people listen to and would like to listen to up against each other. That's all that matters, right? Yep. The next thing is to say that 
uh, uh, one was popping in the 90s and one was popping in the 2000s is you not going and check releases of music by both artists. Yes, T.I. was not releasing music in the 90s, but Busta was releasing music in both decades. So he got music in both decades, but that don't even matter. What matters is if the music that he plays is still dope to people today. And what T.I. tried to say here is that Basically, going back and listening to a Busta Rhyme song is like going back and playing some outdated cool shit. Mode. And that's not fu- right. Thank you. And that's not true. Busta Rhymes is not rapping with fucking Slick Rick, dog. He was not doing songs with Cool Modi. Like he wasn't. He wasn't with Busy B, my nigga. Like, what are y'all talking about? Busta, Busta Rhymes put, music hits Busta now. What are you talking about? Shit. Busta could put on shit right now. He could literally just throw a live concert right now. And we will all get our life. Do you remember Rock the Bells when he just did like 20, 30 yes. sessions of his fucking songs and everybody was went bananas? Everybody lost their mind except for them two white boys in front of us. They, they just did not need to be there. I'm trying to figure out who, which of y'all's talking about Buster should not do a battle against T.I. because he too old. They're nine years apart in age. She too old. Would be sitting and listening to Busta songs during the verses because all y'all niggas claiming they shouldn't do it would be there. I'd be the only one that's not there because I don't give a fuck about verses. Y'all would be there and y'all would be jamming every time Busta played a fucking hit. This nigga just could, he, Busta could just say, don't this hit make my, and everybody's gonna lose their mind. I just, exactly. I don't understand. That's all he got to say. He he ain't got to drop it. What is the confusion about verses at this point? And we already jumping. I just want to make sure I wasn't tripping. Like, at all. I'm Not reading even this shit. Bit. And I'm, first of all, he said generational gap. Y'all nine years different in age, and both of you in your 40s, nigga. That's not a generational gap. You gotta have at least a decade to, to, to be a generational gap. That's not a generational gap, even dog. Then, that's not. Y'all are both generational. Yeah, even like, then, yeah. that is not a generational gap. But <laughs> Stop it. It got, to, it got to at least be double digits. I don't like If T.I. was talking about battling Lil Tecca, then okay, there is a generational gap. There. The fact that I don't know who that Lil is, is, I agree. Like 19 years old. Makes Who's sense. that? Exactly. I He's don't know who that is, so kid. I agree with him. He's one of the new ones. Oh, Lord. Who do I don't particularly care for his music. Generational gap like is, 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 is the that. person old enough, is it old enough to be one of your children? <laughs> that's, that's, that's a generational, generational gap. Little Tecca was born August 26, 2002 in Queens. That's what? old enough to be. That, that, is pro- that probably is one of T.I.'s children. 2002. His name is Tyler Justin. It's hyphenated. I was in college. Yes, sir. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Trying not to get pregnant and somebody else got pregnant that year. And their kid now is a rap star. <laughs> Dude, kids are that was one of those old. ones that he got a number went, four song on Billboard. And he was born in fall. Deidre, mm-hmm. there are people who got pregnant when you was in college that now have children that are rap stars. That You're right, but yes, yeah. those are the ones that they they came freshman year and then they left <laughs> the freshman you know, year spring semester because <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> they had to go raise that baby. <laughs> Yo, Lil Tecca's parents let him pursue rap, and now he's a rap star with braces. They let him get on the internet, and he became a rapper, and now he's a rap star with braces. <laughs> That's the, they had a big out of the 2000s. Okay. Like, this nigga was 16 years old on Twitter, and somebody tweeted him from Internet Money, which is another group of young children that make all the beats for the hottest rappers that are also wow. over 20 years old. What's, and, what's the name of him? 
Internet Money. It's a group of Yo, producers. They just dropped the album. They had like everybody on that shit. Everybody. Nick Myra was the first one that blew up because he produced all the Juice World stuff. But he's part of that group. And uh, yeah, they had that album had everybody on it. Everyone. It's like a DJ Khaled album. Like they are the producers, so they just have features from everything, everybody they've ever worked with. Let me let me pause this real quick. For everybody listening, all the information that y'all are getting right now at your ages that you did not know, that's a generational gap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unpause. Exactly. I, the only reason I know Lil Tech is because I listen to the like new niggas that rap playlist that pop up on my phone. But otherwise, it would just pass me by because I just don't run in those circles. I, mm. I don't hang around 17-year-olds and tell me who's hot for the 17-year-olds. Bro, 17-year-olds telling you anything is annoying at this point to me. I mean, obviously, teenagers are the worst. But I, it's, mm, I don't, first of all, people don't understand generational gap is. Shout out to any teenage listeners we have. Uh, y'all are not the worst. Y'all are good. Next, the niggas think that Busta Rhymes like, stopped making singles in 1999 or something. I don't know. And T.I. is too good to play his music now against other rappers who I would arguably say make better music than him. And that, but and that look, me. I honestly, I would I wouldn't mind seeing that junk. T.I. Buster? Like, yeah. Absolutely. It'd I be just, fun. I, I just like don't care about verses. And, you know, like good shit. But. It's not even just that it's dumb. I just don't care about verses. So it, I get that. I like the idea of verses. They need to I saw somebody to say it. something. I guess they might do uh, the T.I. and the Jeezy Atlanta edition. Can you imagine? Wow. Can, I want to think about this. So you had the opportunity to do a versus, to exchange hit singles with another rapper who is arguably legendary simply based That's on having hit singles. I could see somebody yeah. being like, I hate Buster. And that person is weird. But I'm yeah. just saying, I'm giving them their opportunity to, to shine weirdly by saying that. I'm just considering the fact that they exist for no good goddamn reason. Um, you had the opportunity to do that. And you went, nah, I'd rather do it with young Jeezy. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's just Jeezy now. He dropped the young. He aged out of it. I'd Which rather do it with, with Jeezy. <clears throat> And I mean, look, Jeezy got some joints, right? Mike. But Jeezy does not have a catalog like Buster Rhymes. Or T.I. Or T.I., true. But I'd rather do it with Jeezy. Even if he was like, I'd rather do it with Luda, I'd be like, okay, I see that, but also, not over Buster. I wouldn't choose Luda over Buster. I would be like, hey. That's the correct choice, yeah. Buster got some, I want to jam out to some Buster, some classic Buster shit. And and that's another word that I'm, that's another term that I'm using for Buster that I'm not really using for T.I. I know some niggas that would use it for T.I. Classic. Classic hip-hop shit coming from Buster. And it ain't all from the 90s. Like, man. It's definitely not all coming from the 90s. <laughs> it's not that hard to go to Wikipedia before you type a comment in our post. It just isn't that hard. Go look it up first before you decide based oh. on your recollection of his collection whether he did music after 2000, please. Because he sure at this point, did. At this point, though, doing the verses is all about just getting you some extra coins. Because ain't going to do nothing but up your streams yeah. <laughs> and all that shit. That's all it does. Like, the pe- people who turn it down now, I'm just confused. 
of of why you know why you, you would do go it. on tour. What the fuck else you got to do? Like, that's what I'm saying. What else are you doing now? Granted, like I said, I'm like Brandon. I've never watched. I've only watched one versus Erica Badu. And that was, was that Teddy Riley babyface shit was incredibly. No, I, 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 I just watched the, the, the Patty and Gladys Night one. Oh, you I didn't. Did? Watch, oh, okay. I wanted to watch that, but I was doing fine. I watched the Erica oh, Badu and Jill Scott. Like I mean, Patty Patty kicked the shoes off and then had spare shoes. I love Wait, it. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, she had, she had multiple I, pairs of shoes ready. Patty kicked her <laughs> shoes off and had spare shoes. Spare shoes. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Okay, professionalism. She kicked like, the shoes off. She had a, she had a stack. Of, she had a stack of shoes. She kicked it off. And you look back. She had another pair of heels on. Jesus. That's why Patty is gold. Hey, listen. That's right. I agree. So well, that that one was great, but like it ain't gonna do nothing but get you more notoriety. Like I don't understand why people don't do it. If people don't want to do it, that's fine. But don't be out here shitting on Buster, like people who have singles going against other people that have singles. That's just stupid because that's all Versus is about. It's playing dope music that people like. It really ain't about that they got to be the same type of music. It's rap. It's all rap. Why you want to hear the same type of music coming from two different niggas? Honestly, that kind of gets boring after a while. So you've been listening to the same type like, of trap songs. Variety is what makes. That's why Snoop and DMX was cool because their music doesn't fucking sound similar at all. But it's like niggas yeah, forgot that Snoop and DMX did this. Like they just did this. This wasn't some shit that did that that happened a while ago. They just did this recently, and niggas have already forgot that that happened. Because yeah. when this one comes up, is Oh well, you know, ain't nobody. You that I don't feel like they work together. They don't have to work together. That's the point. They got completely different sound it's, of music. It's, it's literally, do you have hits? Do right. you have shit where where you hit, where you hit play? I'm like, oh shit, I oh, remember. That. And then you hit play again. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, that's my joint. They're like, oh shit, I forgot about that nigga. Like that's that's, that's it. all it should be. It's, yep. it's it's like when you go to if you ever been to a club or a concert and there's two DJs going against each other, bro. You just see who's going to drop the fire track at the fire time. They're going back and forth. One person, like, they mix this. They're like, what you got? Boom. They drop something. You're like, oh, shit. And they drop something. You're like, oh, my God. Like, that's all it is. That's it. And I guarantee you, they didn't they talk are. about beforehand. Oh, so are we doing only trap music tonight? Like, that wasn't a conversation. It was just, I'm playing no. what I want to play. You play what you want to play. And we'll see who plays the dopest shit that gets the crowd hype. It's really not complicated. That's all it is, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm lost at this point, dog. I, I'm just reading this, and I'm just blown at any. It, if you don't like Busta Rhymes music, just say you don't like Busta Rhymes music, because I feel like that's all it really come down to. You just not a Busta. Which I, I don't understand I don't how you don't know. like Busta Rhymes. Why can you not like his music? I'm not asking. I'm not going to even ask that because that's the answer. I feel it's too complicated for me to digest into my brain. I'm good on that. But, That's wild to me to even utter those words. Because there's so much know. variety. He has like 12 right. fucking albums. You don't like nothing? <laughs> nothing? You got old Buster with Give Me Some More. You know. You don't like, right? You don't like I mean, put your hands on my eyes to see? No. That's it. That's it. You that nigga tap into the tribalness of black people, right? That nigga put in some war drums. That was your ancestors talking to you, bro. 
oddly enough, the sample is from two random white men from the 70s. But uh, uh, Rhymes uh, turned that shit into Coming to America Part 2. Oh, man. Y'all up here mad, man. I saw I st- the video for Put Your Hands on My Eyes Can See before I saw Coming to America. Nigga. Remember, now how many people have tried to figure out what Buster said even in that old Chris Brown song? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that nigga, I remember. I remember when that song yeah. dropped. Yeah, I remember that watching that video and people were sitting there, and everybody was like, "And I remember people our age was like, y'all look, y'all young kids, I like y'all know who no Buster is, like because mm, that yeah. nigga came out there, just just spitting it, and then people was like, oh, that was a one take job. He was like, no, I'll spit it wherever you need me to spit that shit at. <laughs> I, oh yeah, he right. can still do it right now. I seen it with my own two eyes. Nigga did it at uh, something in the water. Mm. <laughs> Easily. Y'all stop hating Easily. on Buster, man. I, that's all it is. Bro, I'm telling you that's all it is. They just, like, it, there's artists that I don't listen to all the time. Buster is one of them. At the same time, I'm not about sure. to sit here and act like Buster Rhymes don't have classic tracks out here that bang that's it. from, like, 94 to 2008. We're not going to do this. We're not going to sit here and act like this man was not prevalent for longer than most rappers with a career at the top. Like, you might be more of a Jeezy fan. That's cool. I'm a T.I. fan. If you're a Jeezy fan more than any of them, I don't understand. But if you're a T.I. fan more than Buster, I get it. Like, that's fine. To say that they can't do a versus battle together, though, because either one, they make different type of music and rap, with it's all rap music. Or two... That one made songs in the nineties and the other one didn't, even though both of them made songs in the two thousands. I don't really understand. And if you if you think Ti saying that uh, 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 if you think Ti alluding to there being a generational gap has any type of fucking merit or truth to it, then uh, I'm not. I, I don't. I can't even. I, I fucking can't even because the fact that you gave Ti time in your mind is already a fucking problem. Have you Rock, not heard Rock this? Him and, Rakim and T.I. have a generational gap. Huge generational yes. gap. <laughs> Rakim. <laughs> like, I, like, for me, the, a generational gap means you have to, at some point, you have to stop making music. Yeah. That's what I kind of feel like. That's, that's what, you know, that's what <laughs> my heart wants to say. Because it's hard for me to be like, even though I know there is, it's hard for me to be like, Jay-Z got a generation gap for some of the people. I'm like, nah, that nigga's been making music for 17 Rock years. Rakim is only 12 years older than T.I. for the record. Hey, dog, who, in 12 years and rap years, it's like 30 years though, Mike. That's a long time. That is, Yeah, that's fair. I'll give you that. Hey, who, if y'all, who is I'm, now I'm, I'm trying to go through my head now. Who is an artist that could make a song today and it would still sound like a generational gap compared to the songs coming out today? Anybody you gonna segue this to Nas? <laughs> I wasn't gonna say Nas. You were. Nice. Like <laughs> you were gonna say Nas. He did you a, knew you was gonna he say Nas. He did a Nas. whole album with, with Hit Boy, right? That counts. So I'm, I'm leaving Nas alone tonight. Um, I feel like this is a segue to Nas. It's not a segue to Nas. I swear to you. See this? You no, know, no, no. Okay, you're not gonna do. I'm. You're not gonna do this. I'm not trying to talk about Nas right now. I wanted. I was legit thinking. Right who, now, okay. Who is a rapper that has not, <laughs> whose music has not aged, or whose music has only aged and they have never changed it? Like they have not been progressive at Raekwon. all with their sound. This is no disrespect to Raekwon, who I love. Oh yeah. Raekwon, yeah. Like every everybody okay. in the Wu Tang. 
Yeah, I go, I go with Mike Shug. Everybody, everybody in the Wu Tang sounds just like they You're did. You're gonna get a Wu Tang record. Okay, so that's a good. Twenty one, if they put and, ain't, and there's nothing wrong with it. That's a good generational. Yeah. Hey, Ghostface okay. is like Wu Tang are gonna be like great. Yeah. Say what, Deidre? I said Ghostface is gonna give you Ghostface lyrics, 100%. whether yeah. from Iron Man or he's spitting <laughs> on Kanye's album. Like it's still a Ghostface. Exactly. That's a good generational gap. Okay, see, I wasn't even thinking there was a such thing as a good generational gap the way y'all treated Buster. But now I'm glad that there's a good generational gap. That counts. That counts. You don't have to switch your shit up. Like, Jay-Z is, stays current with the sounds of today and shit. But, like, if you just know what your lane is, there's nothing wrong with that. Because you still gonna have fans that still want to hear new Wu-Tang wrapped in different packages. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause, mm-hmm. cause, again, it's better to do that and do what you know than to like try to awkwardly get on a song with like Ski Mask the Slump God and Smoke Perp and then say, <laughs> bro, don't, don't give these niggas I mean, no hey, idea. What did Fonte say? He said, dope, dope beats, dope rhymes. What, what, what more do y'all want? want? That's, 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 that's hip hop right there. Don't give these niggas All no ideas, it. bro. That's it. You don't gotta like hop on with. Little TJ and uh, who's another one? Flip De Niro and Flip try to Don. sing. One of them, NBA or YC yeah, whatever. NBA or YBN, either one of them. Wow. NLE, you know, YMCA, you know, yeah, WBA, uh, uh, basketball uh, guy. LPGA, you know, look, like, all <laughs> them niggas. LPGA, all them little niggas out there. <laughs> Vito the left. Yo, hand. what's up with acronym rap? So this is the era that we're in now. Because like at first it was like the cools and the kids and the MCs. Mm-hmm. Then everybody <laughs> dropped all that shit and they just gave, like picked a rap name. It was it was everybody was a cool something. Cool kid, yeah, it was or, fresh, or easy something, easy gifts. <laughs> Terrific T and Freddie <laughs> Free and all oh, that uh, shit. The early so the, so the early hip hop had numbers. Numbers. It was always it was always uh, uh one two something three plus one mm-hmm. or some shit oh, like yeah. that. Everybody was the adding shit. three plus one and a fabulous five. Millie mailed in the Millie mailed the three twos. Like, well, what they, what they, they mean, yeah, man? That came what that came mean? from the way Motown was naming their groups, right? Because black people only knew names like that coming out of that time. So rappers was like, "Hey, we got to give ourselves a pretty ass name, nigga." That's what they was doing. They was getting some pretty ass names. And and they was, they, yeah, because they weren't really rapping about shit. They were like, not. You could rap a song about like Yo, Dr. J and Moses Malone and be hey, the number dog, one rapper in the world. Did y'all see the tweet where somebody was like, oh, here's be talking about rappers, rap lyrics today, and then they put up the hip hop shit, and they was like, but y'all niggas need to explain this. A hip hop. <laughs> oh, even. no, I wish I had oh, seen that. Well, that's incredible. <laughs> I know that's hilarious. Somebody was like, "Y'all oh, need to explain man. this." I love it. <laughs> I was like, "Bro, is he? He not lying though." That's literally like the first hip hop verse ever. That's. The- I said, "Hip hop, <laughs> hip hip hop, and you don't stop." Niggas be like, "These little niggas ruined rap." Excuse me, sir. But here's the first <laughs> hip hop verse so- ever. Because yeah, yeah. again, when hip hop started, there was no rap. The MC, they, it was the DJ playing all the music, and you and just need to be not annoying and crowd up. You just need not annoying. Right. <laughs> you need to get people dancing. That's all your ass need to do. That shit. <laughs> what you do it? What you doing over there? Y'all move your hips? Oh, I see you over there. Hip. Aha. Uh-huh. 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 There you go. Like that's all you had to do. That was you use the MC. <laughs> like Man. Oh my God. Okay. I I posted this one in the group too. I don't know if y'all saw it. 
it was the uh it was the, the TikTok that somebody made making fun of Eminem when he did that fucking freestyle oh, or oh, the basement. Did, what would he burn his head on the coffee? Yes. <laughs> oh I haven't heard this. You gotta play it. Nigga, I cry. I oh, cry man. every time that shit plays on my Bodega feed. Boys did a whole episode basically where they made fun of Eminem's newest Dude, album. Every he got time so mad he had his lawyers pull the fucking podcast episode. Damn. Every time Miro says everybody from the three one three like 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 I laugh every single time. All right, so um Mike, and I'm look, gonna put as much this as I love Eminem's records. Eminem slander is always hilarious. Mike, I'm gonna put this shit in the chat so you can actually go look at the okay. video. But okay, this, cool. oh my god, this shit had me crying. I'm about to live react to this. All right, shit. I just okay, put it in the go. chat. But here is the yep. <laughs> the audio. Just really, it doesn't work if you don't see it. But it's fine. <laughs> I'll play it. Yeah, oh, he even looked like Eminem. That's hilarious. Yeah, you gotta see because the audio does that. <laughs> That's an awfully hot coffee pot. <laughs> it's so it's so stupid. That's what makes it funny. It's so goddamn It's such a stupid thing. But it's perfect. Oh, it perfectly makes fun of that dumbass bar that he said during Dude, that damn freestyle. That whole that whole cipher though. <laughs> It was a train wreck. <laughs> Donald Trump's that a whole, slump with a that hump. Whole spoken Tom Waiter got to stand there looking like he actually said something. I can't imagine what that <laughs> That's was. That's an awful Dude, hot, I forgot they were right there. Yeah, I just realized Nigga. it myself. Oh, shit. <laughs> you had, you had great-ass rappers back there. I had to stand there. <laughs> you, you had Griselda sit back there. You got oh Griselda God. sitting in the background watching. Conway had to put on a face and get this nigga spin. Like, no, he ain't Conway. You know that. Shit is so bad. He's the label boss, so you gotta act like the nigga that can rap still. I swear that's the oh, that's that no. fucking that's that fucking Damn. meme of Jay Z in the booth. I'm sorry, Conway. While everybody jamming, he looking at the floor like, I can't wait to fucking leave. I <laughs> cannot wait to fucking get out of here. This nigga's trash. And I'm telling y'all, y'all, like you y'all see those memes? Oh, and y'all think man. it's funny and y'all laughing at that shit and y'all like man when it's it's crazy that that, that that's just funny because right it really don't be like that me and twan can tell you personally it be like that in the fucking studio i will never ever forget oh yes being be in like that, that fucking studio and everybody nodding their fucking head to that whack-ass white boy that walked in off the street and just started oh, nigga. rapping. Nigga, by the, by the end of the session, we was rapping some of the shit. <laughs> just like, we came in there being like, what the hell? But then you sitting there for the goddamn hour, you start being like, yeah, yeah. Like and we, we looked at each other like, what the hell are we it doing? It wasn't even his like, this shit is wet. It was because he had to record his verse, which was like six bars, like 30 times because he over kept fucking Over and over and over. Uh, as a studio engineer, I'm going to tell you, that's the worst person on earth. Is a nigga that A, can't rap and also needs a bunch of takes to do it. You just be wanting to. Nigga, that was, man. listen, and y'all, terrible, y'all, sure. under, y'all don't understand why I really don't fuck with uh, D1 or whatever. It's because I've seen him lay down a verse in the studio and Yikes. If I wasn't impressed when he did that 50 Cent Wayne J song, but I really wasn't impressed when he did that interview talking about he was a math teacher and then couldn't add some shit up in the interview. And then I was super fucking unimpressed when he showed up later that night and he laid down them verses and Shane Eli went in there and did a fucking verse that was amazing in one take. And yep. niggas was between good rappers and bad rappers. Niggas was, he did it so good. Oh, yeah. 
he did it so good that when he came out the booth, he walked up to the engineer. And he was like, um, he said, he was like, my bad, y'all. I, I fucked up. I need to go back in and fix. And they just looked at him and they was like, nah, bro, that shit was, that shit was perfect. And he was like, nah, nah, man, I fucked up on the middle verse. And it was no nigga tapping their headphones. We heard everything. That shit was perfect. And they still let him go back in and like do a double over because he just wanted to do it. My cousin is actually like that. Like, like we niggas done. that can rap and like actually are like uh, attentive about their craft. It's unbelievable. Like it is like night and day. And then D1 gets in there after him and can't get past two bars without fumbling up. And these aren't deep bars. My <laughs> nigga. Each bar got like four words four in words. it. We got That's the paper in front of him too. Coffee pot. <laughs> That's an awfully hot watermelon. Oh my bad, I messed up. Let me go back in and fix that. I got the bar in my head. I just get nervous. That's an awfully hot teapot. Oops, my bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck out of here, yo. Get the fuck out of here. I can't get over that image of Conway just standing there with his hand on his chin, like, mm. gonna live with me forever. <laughs> Have you niggas heard like? Benny the Butcher did a whole fucking album about how y'all niggas can't rap. But then had oh, to, man, they had to so sit there while Eminem was talking about hot coffee pots. In a hoodie. Oh, God. Nigga wearing the same hoodie he was wearing in 8 Mile. Never took it off. God, there's nothing like you know, internet comedy, Eminem dog. really was like the coldest nigga, like as far as like lyrical punchline metaphysical miracle miracle type rappers was going metaphysical just, miracles yes Keep he going like sprained his like <laughs> lyrical acl or some shit and he never got back to where he was at like i don't i truly don't understand what happened could you sign my favorite verse by you sure that's an awfully hot coffee <laughs> go might be my favorite TikTok of all time. I'm telling you, dog. I watched that shit on repeat like for a whole day, oh, and I God. I laughed just as hard every time because it's so fucking perfect. My man, my man, my man even burnt his head cool. What? Like he burnt it cool, and then turned around and put his head up to his chin. <laughs> and then they insert the Eminem clip. It's oh, so good. God damn, it's so funny. How do you how do these motherfuckers come up with this shit, man? Like that's what be yeah, tripping. People me on out. TikTok are creative as shit. I mean it's the same people that like, like not necessarily the same people, but the same type of people that was like making Vine pop in six seconds. God. Like you really have to be a clever motherfucker to actually use that time frame <laughs> that Oh my yo, that that is one of my easily one of my favorite TikToks. I hope those ever. people get like actual opportunity. Yeah, oh, a lot of them do. Really creative people. A lot of them actually do. Like they're getting picked up by companies to do comedy work or to start some shit or get casting in shows. Like, and they should be. They should. Cause um, yeah, what's, definitely. What's the name just went under? Quibi just went under today. After six months, they uh, they're they're oh, shutting they're down. Done? Right. And Quibi's whole thing was, Quibi's whole thing was, we were gonna do shows, full shows, broken up into episodes that were 10 minutes long per episode that you could only watch on your phone. This, this is a lot of hindrances. This is a lot of, this is a lot of, but weights that are unnecessary. And mm-hmm. they did this. And of course it failed. They did it during the pandemic and it really should have blown up. Cause they ain't nobody, people ain't had shit to do, but look at their phones during the pandemic and it still flopped. What they should have done was gone and picked up these TikTok kids and churned out yeah. 10 minute TikTok comedy joints, like just little skits and shit. That they turned into memes. 
But they weren't thinking like that. They were legit going and paying high-profile actors to do 10-minute shows for them. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, like Kevin Hart had a fucking show on there. What are, what are you doing? Like, Apple is still having trouble getting their shit off because it's a new streaming service. And when you take I in... definitely not getting shit. Yeah, know. when you take in HBO Max having Lovecraft Country and Watchmen this year, and then you take in fucking... Um, Disney Plus bringing back Mandalorian while still doing other films and the Marvel shows ain't even fucking started yet. Apple's yeah, got his shit hit, cut Disney out. Disney Plus is gonna spike through the roof. Dude, Apple's got his work cut out for it. It as far as competitions and Netflix ain't going nowhere. They churning out a new ten episode show every fucking day now. They used to only drop them on Fridays. Now they just be dropping shows randomly all the time. You be look the top ten change every day. Yeah. So, you know, for Quibi to come through and think that they was about to do some shit where you could only watch it on your fucking phone and they were 10 minutes long. And I saw some of them. They weren't bad, but it was like, I don't care. I don't remember. That's it. It was the I don't care factor. Like, I'm sure they had some quality stuff, but I just saw it and I was like, nah, not yeah, it just ain't. It just wasn't popping like that. So, they, they, you know, but if they had went and got, they, I don't understand why they didn't go get. Instagram comedy stars, YouTube comedy stars looking for a come up and these fucking TikTok kids. That's the first thing I would have did was going to TikTok. They do this. They're doing this all day. They making little short videos all day to get attention. You, you give them 10 minutes in an actual platform, a bigger platform that they can own. Nah. Yeah. That, that's, I mean, there's plenty of talent out there. Uh-huh. So that was that was wild. But, you know, shout out to them. Cause the RIP them yeah, and uh, who's out here quick? They yeah. got done real fast. Yeah, RIP them and Method Man's mustache, according to whatever Ooh. it is. Yeah, that <laughs> he really looked like a Clifford Smith when he got his. Bro, wait, oh yeah, so that's a real picture of him. I hope his makeup on his face. I really do, but I think he's clean shaven here. Hmm. I that's not. I hope that's just for the programming and not for like his actual life, because that is not day to day activities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Yikes. Ooh. <laughs> this. Mm. Mm, that's a lot of time sitting in the house during the pandemic. I can't come outside till my beer back. <laughs> I'm not feeling like myself lately. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that's makeup. I hope so. I really, I really, really hope so. Cause that wow. Uh, <laughs> That wow. <laughs> that man looked like he that man looked like he the worst counselor ever. Like, he has steered so many kids down the wrong path. <laughs> but like he got awards and shit. Hey, so remember <laughs> So he got plaques on the wall as proof that he hasn't broken any children throughout his career. Oh, that's so funny. So um I know I had asked y'all if y'all had seen this uh this fucking Rhapsody DoorDash commercial where she sounded like Tierra Whack. And you know what I said. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. So I, I guess I was watching like the challenges on Philo and Philo has this thing where um Philo for people who don't know it's a streaming service like Hulu and shit, but it's only sixteen bucks. And it has all the channels that I fucking need. And it has on demand in D V R. It's great. So um Philo? Philo, P-H-I-L-O dot TV. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, I've been using Philo for like a year and a half, two years now. No issues. Oh, okay. I love Philo. Oh, okay. But um, so I was, I'm just kind of seeing it like now, I guess the commercials and stuff, so maybe they're trying to blow push up. it out here. 
As long as they grandfather me into that sixteen dollar price tag a month, I'm good. Um, <laughs> but I was watching. I guess uh, I think I was watching Married at First Sight because me and Ashley started watching Married at First Sight, and oh my god, if you are not watching Married at First Sight, the New Orleans my season, mama loves that show. Deidre, 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 the New Orleans <laughs> season and the DC season are a hot fucking mess. Like, Mary, we, me and Ashley watched the first two seasons. I'm going to get back to my point. Me and Ashley watched the first two seasons, right? And at first, when they did Married at First Sight, they actually were kind of doing this American Idol type thing where they had all these contestants show up and they interviewed them. And they actually worked to match people together that they thought could get married. Right. Right. I don't know what season they decided to give that shit up. But by the time they got to D.C., Motherfuckers was showing up and be like, I only eat pancakes, I play with my pet pig, and I only like to use fork and ice cream. And the next day they'll call him and be like, We found a match for you. You nasty <laughs> son of a bitch. And they just put people together. So the DC oh. season, the DC season put a fucking liar. Like it just just a a habitual liar with a black woman. With a degree in math. What? If you don't think that this woman was calculating all them fucking lies every time he was telling them, that shit was because they moved in together, right? Yes. Like they have an apartment. Yes, that's the first. So first they get they randomly get married before they see each other. Then they go on a honeymoon for like two weeks, and then they have to move into each other with each other. Oh, so what is the premise of this again? So the premise of Married at First Sight is insane shit I've heard of. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Here's the premise: you go to a you basically you basically go to uh, Plenty of Fish, and instead of you going on a date, you just get married to a random person that you like each other. But they but the counselors pair you up, right? So you don't know who you're marrying. So they throw now they throw you a bachelor party. Like the dudes get a bachelor party and the girls get a bachelor party together. And then they all prepare for an actual wedding. They invite their families, everything. You really walk down the aisle. It's a real ceremony. Everything. The first You time, don't know how they look. The first nope, nothing. Nothing. The first time you see, meet, hear, smell, feel this person is when you show up to walk down the aisle and they turn around and look at you look at you with the uh the, the person who the pastor or whatever that's doing the marriage all right that's the first time they you people see each other nope okay exactly <laughs> and it, they have exactly. just been putting people together like this the new orleans season is cool because they put two weird ass white people together and you know they gonna work because they both weird as fuck but everybody else is kind of like Y'all weren't even trying. And then it's bad because they use the same. So they have to check in with the counselors every once in a while to kind of help them work through their issues. Because you know they got issues. You ran you living with a person you ain't never lived with before. And I mean, new, that, is that really issues at that point? Or just, or, or just or just truths? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, like, it's, 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 it's whatever you want to call it. I know the New Orleans season going on right now. These, usually it's just eight weeks. You have eight weeks to work together, live together, figure out if y'all should be together. And at the end, you can decide to get a divorce because it's a real marriage. So you have to get a real divorce at the end. Supposedly. Would it be an annulment at that point? I, I don't know, dog. Don't ask me. But uh, it's reality TV. This season, though, because the pandemic hit in the middle of filming, these motherfuckers got stuck together for like another two months. <laughs> trapped up in these <laughs> <laughs> and like it's different when y'all live together but you're still going to work and you can still go out and shit right but once they went on lockdown 
and they just had like the the cameras in the apartment watching them. Oh my god! <laughs> Things was like, I hate you. I've been here with you for two months. I don't like you. We don't touch. Like it's just all types of shit. But the D- the New Orleans season is cool. The last season DC was just a fucking mess. Like they had one dude who was like, I don't want to lose. I don't want to move in with her, but I want to stay married. What? And then they had a black dude who was just an you asshole. Long distance marriage, bro. They had a black. <laughs> they had a black dude who said "fuck you" to the woman he married on during their vacation, like their honeymoon. Yikes! And he flipped out on the producing crew twice. 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 <laughs> and of course, they had the habitual liar as well. The nigga that just kept lying about everything. This nigga lied about his salary. What is the fucking appeal of this show? Mike, everything I just told you. Because it's a train wreck. The people being on the show. Oh, they want to be on TV. It's a reality TV show. They want to be on TV. I can't understand. Yeah. I mean, that that sounds worse than uh, the 90 Day Fiance that I'd be watching, which is also... No, they about the same. No, they about the same. They about the same train wreck. Just two different rail lines. They the same. The same train wreck. Two different rail lines. They the same. I'm I'm already at home and I'm going home. So so uh so anyway, while we were watching this, they kept playing this DoorDash commercial. And the first time I heard it, I was like, "Oh, Tierra Whack got a DoorDash commercial." No man, she made Cheetos burritos. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I heard that commercial. You never tried to heard that commercial. Here, here we go. Here we go. I, I, I have yet, and you know I'm not searching for it. Either. No, no, I got it, it right here. Wonderful. Here we go. Here we go. It's, it's wonderful. Fish roll, yeah, risotto, buffalo, gelato, cheesecake, grilled steak, clam bake, yummy, milkshake, Brussels sprout, sauerkraut, fresh caught trout, alfalfa sprout. Hear that Tierra Whack? Did anybody else hear that Tierra Whack? No, let's, oh, yeah. let's, let's let her say Brussels sprout. <laughs> oh my god. Cheesecake, grilled steak, clam bake, yummy, milkshake, Brussels sprout, sauerkraut, fresh. Brussels sprout, Brussels, Brussels sprout. Brussels, Brussels, Brussels sprout, Brussels sprout, sauerkraut. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. She about to speed up a little oh, bit. Oh, wait, wait till she gets to the end when she realizes she doesn't have enough time left to do a ball of beat, so she just rushes through them. Fresh caught trout, alfalfa sprout, curry, fried turkeys, McFlurry, catch turkeys, curry. Hold on, hold on. A McFlurry is not a fucking food, okay? It's some shit you I get mean, from something you can order in DoorDash. They do though. I've seen. I've I actually mean, seen it. Brus- but her Brussels sprouts, as she calls them, are not real either. So Brussels sprout sauerkraut. Flurry, catch cherries, chimichurri. I'm sorry, chim 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 who chimichurri? What is chimichurri? Reef chimichurri. Spiral ham, blackberry jam, rack of lamb, candy yams, pokey, smokies, gnocchis, and them banging raviolis. We. They was like, look, you gotta hurry up, all right? <laughs> Need to wrap, wrap it up, up B. <laughs> wrap it up, B. Y'all, I had to listen to this fucking commercial in between every break of Married at First Sight, and I about lost my goddamn mind. <laughs> like, my God, if I can't... That is terrible. <sighs> that is so terrible. You know, it, it's just like, I try, I try to be like, I'm not gonna have any more jokes for rap anymore. I'm not gonna have any. 
and then like she supports uh cookouts for like people who have been killed that they shouldn't be capitalizing off a person's death um she does this commercial which who and then you know on new albums by artist name reason she talks about how she keeps that pussy wet and i'm just like you know it's just like god is putting these things in front of me so i can continuously have something oh yeah she lied that's a whole verse of a lie (sighs) i was like out of what do they have like a six-man bench contract with rhapsody at tde where (laughs) if they need to go get a verse from a female artist, it has to be her. Like, is she already is she already on a ten year contract with them? I just know she lies a lot. <laughs> I, I, mm. I did this. How you gonna lie on a, your whole verse is a lie, nigga? This commercial, <laughs> this fucking commercial, buddy. And it's That's adorable. Rough. I think she really did like take to her whole like swag. nigga. Fresh caught trout, alfalfa sprout. Curry fried turkey sprout. Fresh caught trout, alfalfa sprout. Brussels sprout, sauerkraut. Fresh caught trout, alfalfa sprout. That's uh, the Tierra whack all fucking day. It's like they they wrote it or they wanted Tierra, and she laid down like this part, this whole part, and then she was like, I don't want to do it, and she went and did some other shit that was more entertaining and they brought rap and they was like listen we just need you to do this again and then finish it so then she finishes it spiral ham blackberry jam rack of lamb candy yams pokies smokies gnocchis and them banging raviolis wow I... does the beat really speed up like that or is that my internet fucking no 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 the beat no, really just cuts out it speeds up. <laughs> that was that a rapid that was a rapid up and I do not like it that I mm, wow I'm just wow hmm yeah. So yeah, I had to hear that commercial over and over and over again. Thank God the programming was good, cause other than that, it wouldn't have been fucking worth it. Oh, DJ, I got to get you my CBS password so you can get on this real world shit. Any challenge? I can't shit. believe. So they have Las Vegas, and they have like even the older ones. They, like so they jump around. They got the challenges. No, no, no. They have real world. I'm. I just watch Vegas. I'm watching DC now. Yeah, I'm watching DC now. I'm like almost done with DC. So they um. So what they're doing with the real was DC. DC was was a later one. Yeah, that was after we got out of college. That was like twenty. That was during Obama's presidency. So it was definitely like 2010. That's a later one. Something like that. Yeah. That's but that but that's that's Tyree and Emily. So I was like, let me go back and watch this. See how fucking messy they were on this on this shit. But it's weird for the real world ones. They have like season like one, two, or and three, six, and then it jumps to like eight, oh. and then it'll jump to twelve, and then they'll have like fourteen. They don't have them in order or anything. They just got random ones for the real world shit. The That's, challenge. Remember shit when they had? I don't 31. even know if they still have that uh, classic MTV channel. I don't think they, they do. Will- I looked. Mm-hmm. I looked for it. I don't think they still have the the classic. They they're anymore. just showing them. And but that's what they did. With, they did the same thing too with the real world. Like they were like, "Oh, we're going to bring back real world, and you can watch it on classic MTV." But then it was like very sporadic in the seasons. And I was thinking about anywhere. that while watching the Vegas one. It's so much better without the fucking commercials. MTV puts so many commercial spots in their shows unnecessarily. Dog, thirty minute show, ten <laughs> yeah, commercial money. breaks. My God. 
And like Vegas yeah, is that dollar, buddy. Vegas apps actually is an overhyped season. It, it's just they really are. They really were just annoying. I think is they they just were messy. They were they were yeah, fucking they messy were shit. Messy. And the worst ones were Airline and Arissa by far. Of course, they they yes. they were, they were oh, absolutely yeah. trash. They they literally got all the real worlds. So if you're watching. The challenges, you know who all the people are. Oh, okay, so that makes sense. That, that, that's that's why, they okay. got the they got the first four, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I don't How know what happened. I don't know what happened to them in the nineties. <laughs> I mean, in the, in the late nineties, early two thousand. I don't know what happened. I don't know. MTV just lost all them all them tapes. Yeah, they lost. They lost all them tapes. So they got the that first four. So the first. Exactly. the first four is what is New York. That was the original junk, and then they had what it was. New York, there was LA. Had to be from Boogie Down. San, 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 San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah. And I can't remember what the fourth what, I'm what about to look was. right now. Um the fourth one was the fourth, they, were London. London. they were in London. Yeah. Okay. So then twelve then is when that, that's when it starts getting good. Like yeah, so Miami. They get, they, yeah, they did Miami all them all them all them from Hawaii. our childhood. They end up so then they skipped they, they skipped to twelve. And twelve is one again. Out and all them on. Yeah, that's Vegas. They jumped uh, right out to Vegas. Out to Frank and all them on it. Then they and then after Paris. that, they skipped to Philly. Philly was the one that had MJ. And after that, it's just everybody. Well, no, that's they on do pretty much. They got Paris or London in one of them spots up there because I looked at it. No, yeah, Paris, because they because all of them boring. happened. All of them happened later. Yeah, yeah, okay. Only thing good about Paris was was CT punching the fuck out of Adam, Adam in the face. Times. <laughs> he punched. The yeah, that was it. I think I stopped watching after Philly. Maybe Philly over Austin, which was after Philly. Yeah, because then you got then you have you know you got Philly and then you got Austin. Austin was the one that had West, Danny, Joanna, all them was mm-hmm. on that one. And those uh, I don't need to watch because I remember them and I remember Key them West being is the great. one with uh, bananas. Brad, well, yeah, uh, Paula, Lana, yeah, Paula, <clears throat> Tyler, all of them are from that. They had a real world Atlanta. The fuck? I don't remember that. I don't that was late. That was way late. Who was that? Yeah, that was way late. <laughs> okay, I was about to say, I definitely don't remember that. It came out last year. Oh, well, that's why I don't watch New Real World at all. They ain't doing shit. Them kids, them oh, kids are not interested. They're not doing shit. So, huh? But it, 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 it was like it was like you watch you watch them in Vegas, and it's so different watching them as an adult because you can see the messiness. And the contradictions are all over the goddamn place. I watched it. I don't know, Tuan, how far y'all made it. But there's a season of the challenge where Elton comes back and he acts like he's a fucking philosopher. And he's getting on everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, um, that was the, that was the team junk. Yeah. So, like, he, he was basically pissing everybody off. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to quit because, like, I feel like if we're not going to go into the challenge and, like, throw the challenge and stuff, bro, then what are we even yeah. doing? Like, what are we even Look, doing? I, that was just, I did not like that season at all. That was a season where they introduced, uh, Zach and Frank from San Diego. Yeah, and we always oh, remember I remember Frank from San Diego. And we always remember Zach was trash because Zach treated girls like dude, trash, and he's still dude. He's still treating girls like trash. Zach Zach plays the I'm not a bad dude anymore background spot so good now in the challenges because he's still a trash motherfucker. No, he no the whole the whole last challenge was him. Um, treating his girl who was on the who who was on the channel, he's at home treating her like trash. 
no, that was no, a whole no, challenge. No, no, no. He Zach Zach comes back and he shaved his head and he's actually smaller. Like I don't know what's up with them. Where they just no, no, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about on the on the most current one, which he wasn't on, but he's dating Jenna, and he was he was literally on the phone with her, treating her like shit. I didn't on, hear that on the phone. <clears throat> I didn't. The one the one I saw was the last one I saw was 34, and that was the, yeah. You um, didn't watch 35. 35. I did watch. That was last season. I did watch that shit. Yeah, remember Jenna the whole time she was talking about leaving. Oh that oh that was yo that was Jenna because she's because she did because she dating Zach. Oh my god, I forgot he was being a jackass. Yo, I didn't even put two and two together until you just said that. Now I remember there was a cast. That's why that's why all the girls when he when she was like I believe and stuff like that. All the girls were like, man, we know how Zach is. <laughs> they do no. like, like so, that nigga at home. He acts like this, but like the last challenge he did in thirty four, he basically just played middle guy as the two world war whatever's battled each other and he acted like my team is just sucks my team is this my team is that but if you watch the trajectory of zach throughout the challenges he's a piece of shit he's a whole piece piece of shit shit. he's a full piece of shit he's not the only one either like he like a bunch of them act like they're not bad dudes they're pieces of shit every there's a lot of pieces of shit there there's a lot of them god damn there's a lot of so so i watch real world and alton shows up in, in that challenge I was just talking about, right? And he's acting like a fucking philosopher. He's pissing everybody off. And I was like, damn, yeah. what happened to Alton? He used to be cool. Because in the earlier challenges, he was cool. But when I went back and watched Vegas, oh, he and was I like started watching the confessionals, and just the way he talked with that fucking cigarette in his hand. Alton has been oh, the, sounding like a broke a, Buddhist. We talk about how that was a chain smoking ass season. Nigga, did you see that? They do, they <laughs> do a shot. Marvel's like, oh shit. Bro, they <laughs> do a shot of the ashtray. When Frank is out there having a conversation with, I think, Arissa after she tried to barge in a confessional talking about he was having sex in there, right? And the oh, ashtray, God. the ashtray looks like the city of Las Vegas's ashtray. Is that me with butts in there? That that Las Vegas one, because that shit is still a That was a traumatized mess. It's just Ooh, a, it's it a drama, mess because boy. they I remember, didn't want to, what was the girl, Trishelle? Didn't she have like a threesome with the, no, she, no, somebody so, else So there? she actually didn't. She didn't have a threesome. They talked about that, how MTV edited it to make it look like they did, but they didn't actually have a threesome. Trishelle was actually one of the coolest people on that season. The only reason that she is basically probably gets a bad she gets a bad rap for what she did after vegas with the doing playboy and shit like that which is where the whole trash shell shit came from but she was basically just fucking steven all season and all she did really was have unprotected sex with steven and that was it so what made her dumb was the fact that steven didn't want to be with her yeah steven didn't want to be with her but she was stuck all up on him it's airline and arissa that are the fucking problem they are catty bullies and all throughout the season, they are judging people and critiquing people and just tearing them down. Airline got mad at Alton for having sex with other women while she was cheating on Alton with her boyfriend Gabe back in New York and then rubbing it in Gabe's face over the phone calls. Yeah, I'm still yeah, bad with him, but I ain't a boyfriend when it was. He came out and him and Alton got cool. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it was just a mess. And Arista is constantly just picking on people for no reason because, like, Arissa's one of those people that she'd be like, you need to stop acting like a bully. And she'll go, listen, I know I'm a bully. I know I'm a mean person. I know I do bad things. I know that about myself. It's something that I constantly have to deal with with myself. And I'm working on that. I'm working on it and it's hard. It's hard not being a bitch. Okay? But that's my life. And it's like, what? What are you talking about? 
Are you trying to counsel me about you being a terrible person? And they're 22. They're 22 years old on this show. Act like she like Arissa was like, I've been with the same guy for six years. So since you were 16. Cause nigga, you 22. What are you talking about? She saw Alton. She was like, fuck that nigga. <laughs> I, it, Alton is just annoying. That that nigga, there's so many episodes where he is just talking and he ain't saying shit. Like he just and they and Frank and them are just listening to him and laughing. Like here he goes, he's on this fucking drunk tangent again, talking about the world and philosophies and the earth and the moon and the alignment of the stars and how it's the perfect night for love and all types of bullshit. He ain't really talk about nothing. That man was contradictory <laughs> and shit. It is a perfect night for love, though. <laughs> Ashley sat and watched a few episodes with me. She was like, that episode was literally about nothing. I said it was. A messy bunch of nothing. They didn't do anything. Oh, I need them to put all of the real worlds on. You know what I'm saying? I need look, I need I need the I need the hot shit. I need to see right, Hawaii. I, I need to, I need to see I need to see Ruby. Tech. I need to see Ruby. Yeah. Perfect. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see Montana. I want to see Montana get uh, fired because she came to work drunk and gave yes. them churn wine. <laughs> fact, look, I want to see when when real you had to have a job. Yes, that's what <laughs> I'm talking. Go well, to work. That's everything before. <clears throat> I think like 14 or 15. Because I want to. I want to. Vegas kids had to have a job. Slap that girl in Seattle. Oh <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was some bullshit. Because in fucking in Vegas, yes, they had to have jobs. Their job was working in the hotel, planning event parties once a week, and they could not show up to work on time. They lived upstairs and could not show up to work wow. on time downstairs. Look, they, they, were, man. they were literally had the uh, what is it called the um the job that everybody would want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you know. What I mean? The job that everybody wants, they had, and they were just like, "Nah, we ain't doing that." Like shit. airline, airline complained because their boss had a meeting with them and was like, "Hey, when we're working, don't ask me to buy you drinks. If I offer to buy y'all drinks, then yeah, I'll offer, but only when I offer. Don't ask me to get drinks." And airline goes back in the confession. He's like, "I don't like him because you know, like he wants to be a boss and he expects us to do work and stuff, but then like he, I feel like he's." tearing us down and kind of like reprimanding us and telling us that oh we can't drink God. and that you know we can only drink when he tells us we can drink and i just don't like that and i'm like but you are allowed what? to occasionally drink at work do you Nigga. not understand how big of a fucking deal no Dude, you don't you know somebody 22? tell me like i might buy your drink sometimes but don't ask i ain't saying a goddamn thing i'm not, I'm not asking for nothing <laughs> you know what i mean like just so pop we up can with drink. Beer, then today's my lucky day and great. I done been out at company of like after and be scared to drink. Bro. We ain't on company time. Yeah, I'm not even getting absolutely. paid. And I'm still scared to pick up a drink until I see the person on the company. He, he drunk. And he like, hey, man, have a drink. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, with the, with yeah. the knowledge and insight that we have just on knowing people and stuff, we pay attention to shit. If you paid attention to your boss, despite what he's telling y'all at this meeting during the daytime, you know every night that y'all work. He buys y'all alcohol. So why are you getting upset? If he tell you don't ask, just wait till that nigga start buying y'all alcohol again. You know he gonna do it. He do it every night. And that's the shit that don't make no sense. Bren was like, I don't hate, I hate having to promote parties. 
that's your your whole job is just talking to people in the hotel and being like, come to our party in the season suite. That's it. That's your whole M- job. MTV was in there being like, yo, we, we have are there to party already. MTV's like, yo, we found the perfect <laughs> we found the perfect job for these people. That's what MTV said. And then they got there and they were like, no, we don't, we can't stand this. Like, this was the you can't give niggas nothing. <laughs> you just can't give right. people nothing. All y'all want to do is party. Okay, cool. Here, basically, you get paid to tell people about parties and then go party. And they're like, it's too much. Hey, yo, you gotta, you have to watch this season just to see how many times Alton threatens to fight someone. And the terminology that he uses when he's angry and is about to fight someone that lets you know Alton has probably never actually really been in any type of a scuffle, let alone an actual fist fight. Like, he, he, starts, he starts wigging out on this girl whose drink he knocked over. But he thinks she knocked it over. So he starts calling her a slut and a whore and all this bullshit. And this wow. really tall about dude. About to try the woman? Yeah. So this really tall dude what? is her friend. And he shows up. He's like, hey, you degrading her. You talking about her. You talking shit. You need to chill the fuck. And he's like, nah, homie. She knocked over my drink, homie. Like, you know, we, we can step outside and we can handle this. This motherfucker says, we can go outside and do this. Let's dance. And I was like, he has never fought in his life. Let's dance. Let's, let's dance. dance. Oh, let's, shit. Let's dance. He either homie. has never fought in his life or he exclusively does the tie your arms together knife fights from the beat it video. Those are the only two options. <laughs> Literally, then they both get outside. His muscles, you know, gives off this indication that he can beat people up. Yeah, it's a whole lot of muscly niggas that can't yeah, he fight. Can, he, he can't fight worse shit. He's right. a really good rock climber. <laughs> that's why he built like that. He climbs <laughs> a lot of rocks. Yeah. That's that's what that is, because that man can't fight. Every time that man is they talking about having a scuffle, he he's like somehow he ends up not wanting I'm not a fighter, I'm a lover. And I'm like, why are you always telling people you can fight them outside then? Yeah, you yeah, you start running your mouth then. Right. Like, <laughs> that's it. You I'm not right a fighter either. I don't be I don't be sitting here saying to shit to nobody. <laughs> like somebody break your fucking jaw, you'll have to light that cigarette really and smoke it through your ears. Hey, that whole even sound, even sounded like the nigga that was trying to talk to him was he trying to get in the fight? He wasn't the dude. <laughs> that nigga was just like, man, you going, you go, you can't be saying all this shit. He was like, you can't be tearing. Oh, her. He's like, I'm not gonna let you tear her down and talk to her like that. But then they go outside and they're like, I'm not a fighter. I don't really want to fight you, man. And the other dude. And he's oh, they like, went outside, bro. They actually went into the parking garage you... and they had a conversation and they decided they didn't want to fight each other. And then they went inside. I think no, I'll just decided he didn't want to fight. Exactly. That's what happened. But listen, Twan, <laughs> that Twan, nigga was ready. Twan, the way he explains it, he explains it that they both decided they didn't want to fight each other. And you know, you know, it was Elton <laughs> who decided he didn't want to fight because he's a lover, not a fighter. Yo, <laughs> goes upstairs and they he buys him a drink. I'm like, but did you buy her a drink? Because she was the one you was calling a slut and a whore, bro. Also, skank. When did the word skank go out of style? Because Arissa and Erlon used the hey. word skank in every Ooh. episode yeah, all season. That was a big look, white people yeah. word. That was yeah. a big yeah. word really back in the day now. Yeah. But here's what I know about like, watching. Oh. And I want to see Brady since you rewatched it, right? Mm-hmm. I, every time I watch Los, when I remember when I, I remember watching Las Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. And I, was, and I was looking at them, and I was like, all three of the black people up here was, were raised in predominantly white neighborhoods. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I yeah, want to see my memory, if my memory still serves Nah, me. that's not you, bro. That's a fact. No, like, no. We all, no, that's I think, a fact. I think Arissa's mother is white because when she's fussing that her out on the phone, me. it sounds like an angry trailer trash white woman. 
Both her and Erlon are from New York. Erlon is half Italian, so I know one of her parents or oh, whatever okay. is white. I and think Larissa is half Italian too. She is. She is half Italian. Also, I don't think anybody on that show ate. No, I don't think any of the women on that show ate all season. <laughs> I, like I, I know it, it's funny, but it's also like really not funny because they all had eating disorders. Do you know how Trichelle much? Too? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. There was a whole, there's a whole episode dedicated to Trishel throwing up after every meal that she eats. Yes. I remember that. What? Yep. They're all like, we, we've, okay. heard th- we've heard Trishel throw up after eating. And I'm looking at the rest of them like, but do y'all be eating? Because y'all don't look like y'all be eating either. Y'all just be smoking all day. Hey, smoking is an appetite And then you gotta remember, these, they were like 21. They were like super early 20s. Mm-hmm. Steven was the only one because he kept talking about how he was married and who was his first wife who helped him figure out his life and made him a better person that he had now divorced at the age of 20 whatever. Steven was a whole ass mess too. Also, I think Steven was gay. I don't care what nobody say. At minimum bisexual. <laughs> Steven was running around there. Like the way he used to fuss the women out sounded like a woman fussing women out. Because remember when he tried to kick Brent out because she threw a fork at him and it was like, that could have hit me in the eye. <laughs> like, oh yeah I oh I remember that <laughs> mm, I want you to say it Bryn Use, I want you to say it I fucked up my life say it Bryn I fucked up my life and I'm like what the fuck <laughs> somebody don't knock the highlights out of him what's wrong with this boy <laughs> that's so funny yeah it, it, Vegas was Vegas was weird DC is much later DC is interesting. I've never seen a DC one. So, if you've watched all of them, if I were to just lay out Tyree's whole like television reality show uh, trajectory, like life, he dates a white girl on DC Real World who spits in his face at one point. They continue this relationship. (laughs) They continue this relationship. Wait, no, no. Let's rewind. Excuse me? There's a cave of wonders. Oh, woo, 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 woo. The Where's My 40 Acres podcast is recorded in front of a ratchet studio audience. Wow.